Good morning, you guys. Welcome to Young Women on a Mission podcast. I just want to thank you all so very much for tuning in. I'm not sure if you guys have heard it yet, but my first episode is up. Um, I don't know, but if you guys can tell, I'm definitely new, new to this thing. Um, well, anyway, straight into it. I was like, after each episode, I'm going to do like a bonus episode where it's just like me on there by myself, just giving you guys different stories. The plan is to give you guys different stories that actually other women can either you maybe relate to. I'm not sure. Um, But I did promise you guys my story um, from projects to entrepreneur. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about that and um i'm just so excited right now y'all this podcast is is no edit is is no any of that it's just me that's all you're getting is just jocelyn honey j-lo jocelyn this is all that you are getting is no extraness it's none of that you know how some people they do podcasts they can actually go in and you know Oh, let me take that wrong thing out. But I was like, you know what? I'd rather just be totally raw with these people and just be myself, you know, show my flaws because I do have flaws. I'm human. Um, And that's pretty much it. Okay, so I want to just kind of get straight right into it. I want to just kind of tell my story, kind of how, you know, how things all started for me um, and all of those things. So... I would say, um, first of all, it goes all the way back to when I had got my first apartment, you guys. I had a really nice apartment. Back in the days, I thought it was really nice. <laughs> it was called Huntington. Um, I'm thinking now a car Ridgefield Place. You're talking about 18, living in Ridgefield Place. Those apartments was townhomes were really nice they were townhomes actually they were really nice back then and um i had my place i was out there maybe five years it was really nice but it was a situation that happened where i had you know people come stay with me i used to have everybody come stay with me back then i I can't believe it myself how young i was and how much responsibilities i had long story short it got to the point to where you know my mom was just like you know come stay with me um, I can help you out because the people that I had stay with me, it wasn't working out for me. And I just felt like I was not myself no more in my own home. So I took my mama off. I, I Well, I took my mama offer on moving in. You know, I was in school. So she was like, you know, come and stay with me. And I'm like, okay, mom, that's, that sounds like a, um, a good idea. And it was intended for me to you know save up money and all those things so I moved in with my mom um I probably was with my mom maybe two months I'm gonna just be honest with y'all you know me having my own place since 18 to all these years later and now I'm like you know mid-20s I could not do it it did not work at my mom so I end up having my little sister because mine y'all when I gave up my place I had messed my credit up 
So I'm like, oh my God, I have to get out of here. You know, it wasn't like the awful experience or nothing like that. It was just like, I need my own place. So I got my little sister, baby sister, to get me a one bedroom apartment in Colonial. I don't know if you guys heard of Colonial. It's over there where Henrico High School, which I intended. Um, it's over there by Henrico High. So it's like right next door in Colonial. And I moved over there into like a one bedroom. So it was like me and all four of my kids and I was pregnant in a one bedroom apartment. So I stayed out there for a, I stayed out there long enough for my mom to call me and say, you know, Hey, look, you got um, approved for a project. And I'm like, I got approved for a project. I didn't even know that I had put in the application for the project. For some reason, I must have forgot that I put that application in. I'm not sure. But however, I was so excited. I remember being so excited because you look, y'all. You talking about being in a one-bedroom, a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was just like, oh, wow. Like, I must have forgot that I um, put in this application. I had got approved for a four-bedroom out, um, what is it, out of... Um, and Creighton Court. That's where I actually end up moving to. So when I got to Creighton Court, like I said, I was super excited. Mind you, my credit still messed up. Um and all those things. So when I got out there, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take complete advantage of this opportunity because mind you, when I had my first place, you know, I worked a lot of jobs. I sold shoes. Anybody that know me know I did what I had to do to make sure my children were straight. So I did a lot. So when I moved to Creighton Court, it was like an opportunity to me. It was like, wow, I finally get the opportunity where I don't have to work as much. I was still in school. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to take full, just take full control over this opportunity right now. And what I did was I set me goals. So I set three goals over there when I was out there. Set, and um, I'm sorry, in Creighton Court. So I was like, what I'm going to do is remind y'all my credit was messed up. So I'm like, I'm going to get my credit straight. Um, that was one of my goals, get my credit straight. I'm going to um, finish school because I was still in school. At going to J. Sergeant Reynolds. I was in school for early childhood development. Um, and at the time, my credit, well, it was my credit, school, and then my van. I'm sorry. I had my van. I had a car note. So I was like, I'm going to um, pay my van off. So those were my three goals pay my van off, finish school, and get my credit straight. So I end up out there seven years. Um, I was out there seven years. So by the time I moved out, I didn't even, my credit was sh straight. Um, eventually, while I was out there in Creighton Court, I had started my weight loss journey. Guys, I know y'all hear me talk about, well, if you're following me, either on Instagram or Facebook, then, you know, I talk about my weight loss journey a lot. My weight loss journey literally saved my life. I started my weight loss journey. I kind of started in 2012. I did like a water challenge, you guys. When I say my whole life since I had my first kid at 16, I had always wanted to. Um, I basically my stomach and stuff. I never had a stomach. So my whole thing was ever since I had my first kid at 16, I always struggled with diets i was like diets 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 and one day i came across uh um on instagram 
And it was just like, they're doing a challenge. And I was like, wow, they're doing an Instagram, like a weight loss challenge. And you get to win something. And I actually did the challenge. And um, so, like I said, I started that challenge in 2013. And I actually won the challenge that I did. And that's when I started my weight loss journey. And when I say that was the beginning of new life for me. And when I say that, it was my, when you on a weight loss journey, everything around you must be positive. So I had to let go of a lot of things. The weight loss journey was the beginning of something I didn't even know was, was going to happen. I really didn't. Um, and then during my weight loss journey, I had lost like 73 pounds and, um, it was, it was such a beautiful thing. It was like, wow, for the first time I was able to do something on my own and it felt great. It felt really great with each pound, whatever it is that I was going through, each pound, the weight came off of me, literally. Um, it was an exciting experience. Um, also my time out creating court, I was in depression. Um, I would say my depression started as early as 16. I'm just going to go back to 16 because that's when I had my first born. It could have been when I had my first born. I didn't, my child was not planned. It was something that just happened. Um, and I really feel like that's, that was the beginning of my, um, depression. And then eventually I lost a couple people. I lost my dad. I lost my grandma. I lost a cousin that was really close to me. So with all those things just came more depression, more pregnancies. And I was really depressed, you guys. And, um, and like I said, during a time of living out Creighton Court, that's when, when God, during my weight loss journey, that's when, you know, I don't know if it was like right before or during, it had to have been during, you know, God was just like, you know, it's time. Like he was like, it's time, Jocelyn, it's time for you to get yourself together. And it was just like, I feel like I was chosen. Like he, he saved me. Like God literally saved my life. It was like one day I was in darkness and the other day the next day I was like in light you guys so like I always talk about my depression a lot it's like for me depression was a box it was a box and I was you know the person in that box in the middle and I was surrounded by a bunch of negativity so it was like eventually I gave myself so much to other people I did so much for other people I end up by myself in that box and um the box was closed mind you it was dark it was a dark box and eventually what happened was God opened that box for me, and and that was it. I seen light in my life had changed forever. Um, but I would say that was right going into me starting my weight loss journey back in um, 2013. It would actually be six years January um, from my weight loss journey. So, during my weight loss journey, so much great things had happened for me. Um eventually i was working at a daycare because mind you i was in school for doing um i was in school for early child development so i was at a daycare i was working at a daycare making seven something dollars an hour i don't know i really don't care about how much i was making everybody know me know i love children um so kids was always my thing i love kids i have a heart for kids i always 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 love kids so I was working at a daycare and I was in school and I started doing my internship there. And guys, oh my God, when I say the devil was trying to break me out, it it took everything in me for to get my degree. Um, oh my God, it was 
a lot. It took so much for me to get my degree, but I'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, but yes, I was working at a daycare and um, eventually, like I said, it was just so much, but eventually I had stopped working there and um, I'm going to just kind of fast forward into when God kind of spoke to me and brought me back to my gift. So one day I'm on IG. I always tell people this story because I'm like, God must knew. He knew how to find me because I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm still struggling with this to this day. Something I know I need to work on is like, I was like a social media junkie. So when I say y'all, God know how to find you, he know how to find you because he found me. And it was a post on there. I tell everybody this story. Anybody that came to me, they know that I tell them this story. This is the one that I remember. And it's the one I'm going to stick to. And it was a post. And it was just like, you know, if you have a gift, he was like, the post was like, if you have a gift, don't give up on that gift. And it had just dawned on me. I'm on IG today. And I'm just like, wow. Like, when I say the whole vision came to me, y'all. Mind you, I was working at the daycare. So when I seen that post, I had stopped doing hair. So I wasn't even doing hair at all. I had stopped doing hair. I had got to a point where I was like, I hate hair. I just didn't like hair because I had, I guess I had a bad experience with hair um, growing up. First of all, my mom used to make me do hair when I was like nine years old. I, used to, I started braiding when I was nine and I always had to do my little sister's hair. So she used to force me to do that. I thank her now, but then I was just like, really, mom? Um, but then growing up, you know, going into teenage years, I used to just do people here for free. And then eventually I started charging people, but I, it was really low prices. But then it got to the point to where I even felt like I was slacking because I wasn't charging a lot. But keep in mind, you know, I'm out here trying to do what I need to do for my children. So I'm just like, whatever you guys give me, that's cool. That's cool. But what ended up happening was it got to the point to where I felt like I was being used. And I just like, I'm done with hair. I just rather work. So I was done with it. But when I seen that post on IG, when I tell you guys, everything just kind of came to me. I mean it. Everything came to me. Um, He spoke to me the whole light. Just shut on out of nowhere. He was just like in that post. He was like, it's not that you don't like hair. You do like hair. <laughs> you love it. But. What it is is I basically I was going about doing things the wrong, the wrong way, and it really was no wrong way because mind you I was coming out of depression, so it makes sense to why I wasn't doing hair like that. So, um, like I say, it was just like if you got to give, don't give up on that gift. And it was in that moment when the whole vision, and he was just like, this is how you're gonna do things. You're gonna be serious about it, um, and you're gonna charge what you want to charge. You know, you're going to give your all, et cetera, et cetera. And started doing hair. This is maybe like three years ago. Um, What is this? We're in 2018. So I started doing hair like 2015, I would say. So maybe two years into my weight loss journey. So I started doing hair when I was in Creighton Court. Um, I started off with my weight loss page because my weight loss page had a whole lot of followers on it. So I started posting people pictures on my weight loss page. A lot of people know me for weight loss. So they would be like, what are you start doing here? Like they was like shocked. Like, wait, you braid? Like you. So when I first started doing hair, I started off as just braids. Like I would just do box braids. So I would, um, like I say, I'm sorry, you guys. 
I was doing box braids and because that was the only thing I felt like I wanted to do at that time. So I was just like, you know, if I just do a hundred a head, you know, five heads, that's 500. So I was on like two heads a day, you guys. Um, you know, I'm in Creighton Court at this time. I'm like in mode now because it's like, you know, I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm loving um, the money I'm seeing from it, you know. And I'm just like in total hustle mode. And eventually, I made my I made another page on social media that wasn't connected to my instant. I mean, that wasn't connected to my weight loss page, and it was actually my um, hair page. So I just kind of like looked around a little bit just to kind of see, you know, what was going on with the hair stuff. And I seen people using hashtags. I seen people had deposits. I'm like, oh wow, yes, deposits, yes. I love the part. Like, I'm loving this. Like, I, I can see that I can go really far with this because, you know, it's like a whole new level out here, you know? And I started doing hair. Um, so, I'm sorry. So, when I actually made my page, that's what I meant to say, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, when I started my hair page, I started posting pictures. And then from there, it just kind of just, it, it just, it, it got big quick. So eventually, like maybe six months, and I was already being booked up. So I eventually ended up working in um, the shop, Sons Express, Karen. Um, that was literally the person that gave me my first chance. She was like, you know, come in here. Bless her heart, Lord. She's in a good place now. Bless her heart. But she was like, you know, come in. We actually went to school together. We went to Virginia Randolph together. So I already know her. So she was like, you come in here. And I was like, you sure? You sure? She was like, yeah, come in here. Come here. So long story short, I ended up going in there. I like the shop experience. Shop experience was life to me. It was really life to me. But then eventually I got to the point where God was like, okay, it's time to go somewhere else. And um, I actually left there and I started doing traveling. Um... So I'm still in Creighton Court. I started doing traveling. I, um, so I would actually go to people's homes. And then one day, it was a lady who had it. And she was like, it was real late, late y'all. I used to go to all different types of the areas. And no matter what area it was at night, keep in mind, I'm on, I'm on a hustle. You know, I'm in hustle mode. <laughs> I got five children. You know, all I'm thinking about is me on this hustle and doing what I need to do. So it didn't matter to me. But she was like, you know gotta be careful you know and then it just kind of like dawned to me and um and she was like just be really careful out here you know this world we know of course is not nobody plays safe and um and it just opened my eyes but eventually um I had finished school I actually had finished college and I had got my degree. So this was maybe 2016. Actually, because it's 2018. Yep. So I finished school. That was actually my last goal. I finished school in 2016 with my, um, I got my social degree in early child development. Um, like I was kind of telling y'all earlier. Oh my God. When I say the devil was trying to stop me from getting that thing. When I say I cried and cried and cried and cried. And it was just so much things going on with the school they said I had been in school so long because I was in school seven years I stayed out Creighton Court seven years and I was in school seven years but I meant I was not leaving Creighton Court 
I meant I was not leaving Creighton Court until I got my associate's degree. And people used to be like, you ain't you gonna stay stuck out there. You ain't going nowhere. But the whole thing is, I knew I had goals. You know, I knew my goals was bigger than what anybody was saying to me. And that's all that mattered to me. I know what God, you know, had planned for me. So I, I was good. So I actually finished, um, I finished college finally. I got my degree. Um, and after that, you know, when I walked across that stage, I, I like to consider myself a bird. I had got in my wings. So it was just like, I felt free. It, I felt like, you know, it was nothing in this world I could not do. I felt like the impossible. And it was like, I wanted to show my kids like, okay, you know, if mommy did it with five kids, then I know we can do it. So it was just like, I was so determined. So at this point, I had already finished paying my, you know, my van off. Um, like I said, that was the seventh year out there. So most of all the things that already came out off my credit and then I had got my degree. Um, and during that process, one of my clients was actually a realtor, y'all. I'll never forget. So I was at her house, you know, and um, and she was like, I'm a realtor, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. So I'm literally over there, y'all. We speaking and talking and talking, but crazy thing is i'm speaking everything's existence and not even know so she showed me these two houses one i'm just like wow this house nice i can do daycare i'm speaking things to existence long story short i end up in that house i end up in the house that i had was speaking on um yeah so um i kind of just end up getting my house through one of my clients so when i say when i started doing here doors started opening for me like a lot of doors started opening for me. Um, so it was just like, wow, okay. I got this house. It was kind of like, okay, I got it. I'm ready to learn to step out on faith. Um, and, 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 and get this house. Cause at this point I'm like, okay, I know that I'm making at least a decent coin, you know, so a lot of people's like, you know, you go, you should keep your project. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to keep my project because I felt like if you do a plan B, then that means that you're saying something for you. That's how I feel, you know. So it was like, no, I'm not going to keep my project um, because I'm going to just step out on faith and do what it is that, you know, I feel like I need to do. And I kind of just stepped out on faith and I moved into my first home. And I was excited. The home, like I said, I had been talking to her about opening up a daycare. So when I did get the home, I did end up opening a daycare. If you guys follow me on Facebook, again, then, you know, daycare was is, was doing really, really good. It was doing so good. But at this point, I'm doing hair. I'm doing daycare. I'm doing a lot. And I'm doing it all by myself. Um, but I did have somebody working for me for the daycare. So that worked out a lot um but i was doing trying to do daycare in here you know so i had my home set up where i could do hair in it um so eventually i stopped traveling and i started just doing hair in my home so because it was like the way my home was it was so spacious i can actually so i had a room for hair a room for daycare i had a lot i had it going on guys but eventually i stopped doing daycare um because i started doing my organization teens with dreams which i'm still currently working on and um i always said when i was a teenager or maybe a little bit short yeah i probably was young because i always said when i came when i got to a point in life 
where I can get back to teen moms that I wanted to. So that's kind of how I end up doing teens with dreams. So I stopped doing a daycare. Um, cause the whole idea was to try to get everything from out of my home. Cause even when here, I had, you know, things started picking up really, really fast in me, but I was still doing here at home, but I stopped doing a daycare and just started doing strictly just here only at my house. Um, and then things started picking up really, really fast. I started doing my brain classes. Shout out to my business coach. My business coach, Chantel. Oh wow! Like she would, she allowed me to do my brain classes in her office. Like we literally was doing the brain classes at her office. It was um, a blessing. The first brain class I did, it I had did like ten slots, and I actually. I think eight people came so I, that was a success so that showed me there that it was definitely purposeful um and eventually i started i went from there to um this other lady Rhonda. she let it she started letting me do my brain classes there so brain classes for me is my thing you guys i want to teach i love teaching i always wanted to be a teacher growing up but i'm thinking i was going to be like in an elementary school but no God was like, you know, you're not going to be an elementary school. You're going to teach the gift that you have already. Um, yeah, so like I said, things started picking up really, really fast for me. Um, so eventually, what's this year, 2018, <laughs> last year, 2017, you know, I was ready to go on somebody else's shop, which is Rhonda, which is a beautiful shop, love her to death. Um, and then my spouse was like, you can try for your own shop too as well you know in the process of you trying to go so i was like i know that i had Rhonda, so let me just try my hands just to kind of see you know how things may work out for me and i was like if it's for me i'm gonna get it if it's not for me i'm not gonna get it that's kind of how i do things like if it's for me god gonna work that thing out if it's not for me he's not gonna work out work that thing out it's that simple for me um and i went and i filled out the application and um and he called me and he was like, You need a um a cosigner. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, Lord, you know, I what cosigner? I don't know nobody that's gonna be able to co-sign for me. So I'm thinking like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know about no cosigners. I don't know. And I ain't gonna lie, you know, part of me was like, mm, must be ain't for me, you know, like, but it was okay because I still had, you know, where I was doing hair at home and I, and keep in mind I could always go to Rhonda shop. So I wasn't um, it wasn't like, a, a, you couldn't take a loss with it. It was like, I mean, I wouldn't know unless I tried. So long story short, I got approved for the shop. Um, and y'all got approved. I mean, was excited. When I tell y'all 2017, I was like, wow, wait a minute. Okay. I don't even know how I was able to get all that money. When I tell y'all, I, I I don't know how I pulled up five thousand almost for my shop. I don't know. <laughs> I pulled out every life saving. I was in hustle mode. I got it going. Um, but long story short, Georgia Hair Salon was born. Um, I named my shop after my dad. I was a daddy's girl. I lost my dad back in two thousand four. Um daddy's girl his name was george and i was like you know a lot of people was like this name after you and i was like no it's not a, i'm not that type of person you know i don't have to have a name with 
it don't have to with my name on it. You know what I mean? It's like people know who I am. You know, I, I feel like I've been out here hustling and, and doing all that I need to do, you know, for my brand. So um, I was going on that. So I was like, I wanted it to mean something to me. And I came up with Georgia. So his name was George and a shop. I, I called it Georgia's Hair Salon. That's the name of it. Georgia's Hair Salon. Out there in Chester, y'all. So if you guys listening, y'all come come see me. Um, yes. So I took that huge leap of faith and, and got my own salon. Um, and it was a beautiful feeling. It was like, wow, I can't. I mean, and. At first, I'm not gonna lie, when I first got my salon, y'all, I was just like, is this happening? It was like everything in my life started happening really fast. You know, you're talking about 2016, it hasn't even been a whole three years since I left Creighton Court. I left Creighton Court in 2016. It's only 2018, it's already been 2019, so it's going on three years since I left um curtain court so you talking about all these things happening in less than three years frame so it was like I, i've been on a natural high like i was on even in the beginning i was on such a natural high i feel like i was floating literally like this high is like no other high it's like wow like i just was in just couldn't believe it because i was like wow like when they say god move he move so when they say be ready be ready so it's like with those things that you pray for Make sure you're ready for him because when he come, he's coming. And um and yeah, man, so it it's been a blessing. And like every year I'm learning, learning, learning. I have never had a salon before. Um so I'm learning as I go, you know. Um, but like I said, twenty sixteen for me, you know, it was all about stepping out on faith. It was like, okay, it's time to learn and step out on faith. Um, eventually, during my journey, I have gave my life to Christ maybe four years ago. And, um, and when I gave my life to Christ four years ago, things had even gotten even more better. That's when all types of doors started opening. And it was like, when I came up from that water, y'all, I really felt like... I was reborn, like literally. I felt like I was literally reborn when I came from that ward. It was like, wow, I got a chance to start fresh. Um, but like I said, ever since I gave my life to Christ, anybody that know me, know me personally, y'all, they they know. Like I done came a long ways. But that's when things really started to change for me. So like I said, in 2016, it was all about stepping out on faith. So it was like, okay, I learned how to step out on faith. You know, okay. I learned to step out on faith. But then 2017, it was like, okay, it's time to knock down some of these fear doors. You know, it was like, I'm so scared. So it was like, okay, it's time to step, knock down some of these fear doors. And, and I did that, you know. In 2018, it was like, okay, you didn't learn to step out on faith. You didn't knock down some fear doors. But 2018 was like, okay, it's no more fear doors, honey. It's time to go after everything. So that's why I call it Fear Not 2018. Fear Not 2018 was all about conquering all your fears. It's no more doors open. I mean, it's no more doors up in your way. It's no more blockage. You're just going after everything that's yours. And I conquered literally every fear this year in 2018. I did. Um... And, you know, going into 2019, is unknown. 
I'm like, it's unknown because I don't really know what it is that God got planned for me. But I know for a fact it's going to be good because he is in the middle of it. So I'm really looking forward to 2019. And one thing I will say to anybody that's out here going after something you dreamed of or just anything that you're out here trying to do for yourself to, you know, make a way, I will say keep God first. Like God is half 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 have to be number one in your life he's the one that will get you through it all um that's why i'm always talking about him so much i know people, oh she's i do i talk a lot about god because that's literally who did it for me um that's who's still making a way for me um and like i said my book could be coming soon you guys i have something that i'm still working on um that'll give you kind of the whole shebang on my story but i was like i wanted to use my podcast to kind of let you guys in on some stuff um and i really hope that my story can inspire someone to be better um i thank you guys so 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 much for tuning in i love you guys love you love you love you love you love you and also if you guys ever want to be on i need guests all the time on um young woman on a mission podcast so if you guys if that's something that you guys feel like you want to do be sure to email me at young woman on a mission at gmail.com thanks again you guys have a great day Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. Awesome. Okay, you guys, welcome back to Young Woman on a Mission. Here with Kathy. Hey, Kathy again. Hey, girl. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. And today we are going to be talking about embracing your journey. And we're going to just kind of get right into it. Yeah. Start off with introducing who you are and all of those things. Yeah. So um, my name is Kathy Parker and um, I am a country girl. I'm from Nottoway County, born and raised. Um, I went to Old Dominion University. That's where I graduated um, in the counseling field. And that's what I do now. I um, cancel at risk youth. Okay. And um, yeah, I, that's where I'm at. Okay. Um, and I, as you know, um, I'm a two time breast cancer survivor. So um, that's why we titled today Embracing Your Journey. Um, yes. That definitely. Um, has empowered me in a lot of ways and um, made me look at the world a little different um, right. along the way. Uh, in the counseling field, you learn how to help others. Um, okay. But the part that you miss is pouring back into yourself. So that was something that um, going through 
you know, cancer definitely helped me realize not just, you know, um, you going through the journey, but how to embrace the journey. So, right. um, and definitely having a great support system, you know, around health as well. But a lot of times we, we lose our sense of, you know, sense of self um, when right. traumatic things happen. So, yeah, I just really learned to embrace where I'm at. Um, and through that, right. helping others definitely helped me. So. Right, 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 right. And um, question, how long did you, you go have to go through your cancer? Uh, uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I was 35. Um, and how I found out is kind of like a little fluke or whatever. I just seeing how like I'm not under my arm. Okay. And um, originally, um, they thought they just could have surgery and um, it would be fine until the biopsy came back and it was an aggressive um, breast cancer. So oh, wow. I went okay. through, yeah, went through a year um, of, of, of the chemo radiation. And at that time, I think I had four surgeries. And okay. then um, when I went back to the doctor, I was like ready to celebrate, planned this trip to go to um, Las Vegas with my friends. And um, I had to do blood work. And, and the great thing that is going on now with technology is they could um, kind of, you know, test your markers of breast cancer. And my markers right. was very high. I was a 55, which normal is kind of around 22. Okay. And, so that alerted them that it came back. And that was only four days later, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Right. Um, so that I went through chemo for another year. Um, and thank God. Uh, I'm in remission. Um, Love I just, it. For, for, yeah, for maintenance and and just to, to get, you know, my bone shots and things like that. But, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Definitely I, I just love that you got everything that you have going on, you know. So, um, tell tell them like a lot because I know you got a lot going on. So it's like after you know you went through through those things, um, you know, it was like you started doing a lot of different things. Yeah. So what are some of those things that you do? Well, going through um, going through that, it really ma- well, it really makes you look at life a little different. And I know people, you know, the saying now is. Um, you know, like living your best life, and I think sometimes it's just right. like uh, we say things, and it it kind of gets like watered out, and you really don't take it for face value. But going right. through that, you really learn how we take life for granted. It could be the birds chirping, it could be the rain falling on your face, it could be just going outside and feeling the sun, even if it's twenty degrees outside. Um, it's right. the simple things. And I think from that, I learned that um, when you go through it, sometimes you feel like you're alone. And just right. embracing other people. And it's just not for breast cancer, but we all go through um, traumatic experiences. And that made me expand right. um, to, you know, touching everybody who's been through traumatic experiences. Um, you know, I wrote a book, and that was because what I've seen in our children was that they didn't have coping skills. And um, right. a lot of times when we go through things, we don't know how to cope, you know, and that, and that was a key factor for myself. You know, it's kind of like, how do I deal with this? How do I right. tell my family? 
how do I help them get through it? Because sometimes the survivor is not the person that actually um, goes through the, the worst. It is, you know, your family right, right, and your right. friends, because they don't know how to help you. So um, right. that was one of the reasons I wrote it, because just to have a conversation and just to start talking again, communicating with each other, um, talking about health, talking about um, various things. And it's kind of like topic starters. Um, so that was called um, Adventures of a, uh, of a Curious Kid. Um, and then I decided... Right. Then, and then I decided, yeah, I got that for my daughter. Yes, my daughter, it, yeah, I got that one for yeah, my daughter. Yeah, I so that. appreciate you. Um, and I'm going to push it harder. I haven't been pushing it because, of course, I got a lot of stuff going on. But I definitely think it's a, a good tool just right. to talk, you know, just to kind of spark up conversations. Because there's a lot of stuff in there that people don't talk about and feel it. So, yes, ma'am. Um, and then from that, um, it was a blessing that. Uh, someone had tagged me on Facebook, social media. People say it's horrible, but you use it in the right way, you get connected. Um, I was connected with right. uh, Don Blastingame and the New Day Associates for um, Breast Cancer Annual Fashion Show. And okay. I was always told, uh, Jayla, that I could never be a model, right? I was too short. I was too curvy. Oh, my wow. hair was too right. too wild, too, you know, too natural. Um, everything was too much. Right, wow. Yeah, so um, right. given being given the opportunity to embrace my journey as well as do something that people told me that I never could do um, definitely empowered me. And so from that, sure. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to empower others because I know I probably am not the only one to feel this way. Um, exactly. And so from that, we started to do um, our annual breast cancer fashion shows, um, which we have coming up in June in Newark, and okay. we have expanded it this year to veterans. Um, and what we think we're going to do every year is kind of expand it to different groups because you know everybody right. rocks their scars. You know everybody has invisible and invisible scars. So that's that's me in a nutshell, girl. <laughs> right? Yes. You're right, though. You know, everybody, you know, rock their scars different. Like you said, your whole um, movement you have going on, I rock my scars. Um, and and a lot of people have scars that you can't right. see. And it's not even about physical scars, you know. It could be mental scars right. or emotional scars, or spiritual scars. You just, you know, it's just range from different things. And um, and that's why I love that everything that you, you got going on, you know, because it's like giving people an opportunity to be like, you know, yeah, I have scars, but I'm going to, you know, pretty much walk into my truth, right. you know, with my head held high and confident, you know, yeah. and, and show the world what I got and who I am, you know, and I'm not my scars, you know. Yeah, and a lot of times, scars. yeah, so I said, a lot of times women, it's a stigma out there that women are not allowed to show their bodies because it's, it's against some unspoken or unwritten law. And that we should be ashamed right. of bodies. And that has been put into us as children. And we grew up as adults thinking we're never good enough. Right, and right. I think my biggest thing I want to do is conquer that to say, you are good enough. You know, you right. are you. You're different. You're empowered. And exactly. the next person besides you have their flaws, their insecurities. 
And and my stand is if, if everybody mows their own grass and mind their business, they will be right. totally good. <laughs> um, yes, exactly. And, and, and they're worried about the wrong things. So just empowering each other and embracing the, the journey where you're at and not be so focused on um, where you want to be. It's good to have right. a vision. Sometimes the direction is kind of mixed up. So right, exactly. it's kind of like refocusing. Yeah. So that's, that's the bigger picture, I think, that I want to get out there. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> so, listen, um, how can, like, people find you on social media, um, yeah. Facebook, um, all of those things? Okay, so, uh, for Instagram, uh, they can follow me at I Rock My Scars. And okay. the same on um, Facebook is Miss Parker, I Rock My Scars. Um, and then... I have a, a, a realtor page, which is just Kathy Parker. So they, if they're all connected, if they follow one, they can find it. Okay. Um, and then if they need to contact me by um, email, it's irockmyscars at gmail.com. All right. Well, I thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, I thank you for having me and giving me the opportunity to just expand and educate and make people aware and hopefully J-Lo you have some more people that want to be in the fashion show <laughs> oh yes ma'am yes ma'am what, what is the last date like what is the last date that, for people to sign up we are going to go up until um, the week before the fashion show so if people are interested they can even do virtual casting if they can't make it to New Jersey okay um, yeah they can just have awesome. DM me, yeah, and we can do a virtual casting. So okay, well, I'm gonna have to get on Okay. Yes, well, ma'am. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to um, post that on my page, and it's in North New Jersey. And what date is that, Kathy? Um, June twenty eighth. June twenty eighth. Yeah, our show, the breast cancer show, is on the twenty eighth, but we're actually gonna have it the whole entire weekend. It's gonna be fashion, food, and the music industry. So we make it a whole weekend thing, but our I love it. on the 28th, yeah. Yes, you guys. So y'all gonna have to come out and join us. That's that's a nice little trip to New Jersey and come support the movement. Um, but I'll definitely be putting all your information where people can see it at so they can contact you. Um, okay. Yeah, with any information. But again, I thank you for joining me and I thank everyone for listening and I will be back soon. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, bye. Ow. All right.